0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brett Keene from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. Christmas is coming up and I hope every one of you out there gets whatever it is that you're looking for for Christmas. I hope that you're blessed. I hope that Santa comes down your chimney if you actually have one or at least kicks in your door and gives you the gifts that you've always been wanting Providing that the gifts that you're asking for do not hurt others or cause any harm towards yourself. We got to watch out for material things. Sometimes they are a curse as opposed to a blessing. Well, recently Matt Powell made a video called My Gender Journey. And it's basically a video about gender politics. He spends a great deal of time explaining that what transgenders and a lot of homosexuals out there their viewpoint and perception of reality is opposite to what facts and evidence science and nature tells us. Now a homosexual and or a transgender they're going to be the first to run to the concept of nature and they'll point at things like frogs or jellyfish or some kind of weird abnormal creature that's floating around in the ocean or slithering around under rocks and say, oh, this creature has the ability at birth to be able to choose its gender. Or this creature over here, it can actually impregnate itself or it can be, has the ability to literally impregnate itself. I mean, it's, it's really unusual, and there are some anomalies in nature, that's for sure. But everything in this world, if you try to use a nature argument, has its own specific design to it. It has its own setup that God created. And just because something can be observed in nature at some point in time does not mean that it's right or it's good. I'll give you an example. When we look at the jungle and we look at survival of the fittest, as atheists like to talk about, there are creatures out there who will take advantage of a younger creature. They will rape, they will molest, by definition, another creature, and they do not care how old that creature is. They don't care. A lion does not care. The homosexual may point at a lion and say, oh, look, the lion or the dolphin or the... The creature has participated in homosexuality, and does it have a choice to be able to do it? Well, that's the difference between a human who has the ability to rationalize and have logic over that of a puppy dog that runs through your house and shits all over the place, ladies and gentlemen. The puppy dog doesn't know any better, but the human does. The people who make these type of arguments, they'll hope that you'll forget that because they want to devalue the human being in order to prop up their argument for why it is the way they are. There is one thing that homosexuals and transgender say that is absolutely true. And it's a scientific fact, and no one would argue with them, including Christians, Is you don't have any choice in what you're attracted to. You've been designed and built to love things. like things to enjoy the feelings of things you have been designed in such a way where you can be around somebody and find yourself sexually attracted to them but what you do have the choice in doing is what you'll sleep with there are people out there who think it's perfectly natural and perfectly fine to have sex With other species of creatures out there there are women out there as well as a military guy I heard about a while back that I read about who actually decided to marry his own dog that he served in the military with he said that he loves the dog and the dog provides for his every needs and he also admits that he has sexual intercourse with an animal Did the animal actually choose that? Did the animal do that? Or does he get the impression because the animal appears to engage in whatever perversions that he's wanting to do, so he takes it as the dog just was asking for it, or it wanted it? Sounds a lot like the argument of rapists, doesn't it? Where they say, ah, she was wearing this, she was walking this way, she was looking at me in a certain way, she yada yada yada. And they give all these justifications why it was completely and utterly okay for them to do what they did to a person. And that's the reason why in courtrooms they argue that it's not about sex really, it's about power. Now, the reason why I bring all this up is because this is exactly what the problem is with transgenderism and homosexuality. The question has always been, is it really about love or is it about power? Well, for politics, it's about power. It always has been. We all know that whether you're a transgender, homosexual, dominatrix, or a full armed pervert, you know that politicians have always been about power. Let's ask ourselves for a moment, when did gender identity politics even become a thing? Why is it for thousands of years nobody gave a rat's ass? Transgenders were beat to death, they were killed, homosexuals were nailed to fences, and there was barely a peep out of anyone. No one cared. There were people who cried, there were people who were related to the victim, who felt bad about it, and every once in a while, television would do some kind of broadcast where this is terrible, what happened to this person, and so on and so on. But we all kind of agreed that whether you're a heterosexual heterosexual, or whether you're a homosexual, the victims of heterosexuals and homosexuals happen daily. It's gotten to the point where people are literally bragging about what city or town they came from, saying, oh, I live in the death capital of the world. I live in Los Angeles, I live in New York, I live in St. Louis, Missouri, and every five minutes you turn on the news, there's someone dead, and it doesn't matter what their sexual tastes were or what their interest was whatsoever, it just is what it is. People die, people are murdered, and that's, sadly to say, the nature argument and why it fails. See, animals kill. You could easily make the argument that, well, if animals can kill, then why can't we kill? If animals can have their own form of justice or companionship, then why can't we? It's all nature, right? And that's where a lot of problems start happening in our world because we start declaring that everything's found in the the jungle or absurd. You know, people can do this and people can do that, and so does a lion, so does a fish, so does a whale or a snail. So it must mean that it's somehow morally ethical and okay. But is it? Of course not. Of course not. I know there's some people out there that would like to believe that they're one hair away from being a baboon, and that going around clubbing people to death would be perfectly fine because a baboon in the zoo did it. But that's not the way a civilization or a society works. Does it mean that it's a person that's evil who's doing this or wanting to do the transgender thing? No. To be honest with you, if you don't mind me rewinding back a little bit, when we were talking about politics and power, and we asked the question, when did the gender identity thing become an issue? It became an issue around the time that Donald Trump came into office. Now I want you to really think about this. When Clinton was in, whenever Obama was in, nobody really cared about the issue. No one was arguing over should there be third toilets, should there be this, should drag queens be able to come in. This was during the time that a lot of liberals were running our country and we didn't once ever hear them talk about any of the stuff they didn't care They might have mentioned something in a speech about how we're all equal or important, but they never really made the effort to do anything about it. And then a conservative, a guy who's a billionaire claiming to be a Christian, gets up there. And he had everything from he's a hypocrite, to a liar, to a deceiver, to a pervert himself, to hates uh, people from other countries, who's a nationalist, who's an independent, who's a Republican, blah, 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 everything they could possibly throw. And the liberals found themselves in a really bad position because now they were dealing with a leader who was extremely popular and everybody loved them. So now the liberals had to find the people out there that were available and accessible. They had lost the black community. They'd lost even the Mexican community and the Latinos. They lost everybody. They lost the white vote and every color of the rainbow. They lost it. Trump continued to win over and over. So the politicians said to themselves, who can we, who can we target? Who can be our voters? And the first thing they thought to themselves is, we'll just simply open the borders. We'll let in a lot of bunch of people who are illegal, and we'll allow them to be the voters. Well, that wasn't working out so well, because one of the big things that Trump talked about was what? Putting a wall up. Having better security to protect us from other people coming in and illegally voting. So then the liberals thought to themselves, what else can we do? Oh, we'll talk about racism. We'll say that there's some kind of race issues, and that white people have white privilege and all these issues. We'll also talk about women being treated by white men who, according to the government, believe that white people run the world, so the white people became the enemy because the white people no one longer wanted to buy the crap that the liberals were talking about. So the white people, including Donald Trump, became the very poster boy of what you should hate and what you should be against. It was a big political agenda. But as things continued to deteriorate and the politicians realized they didn't have these groups of people in their back pocket like they hoped for, they started going for the women and then the woke movement came along and the black movement where there was some people out there who were looking for reparations. They felt like they could get money in their pocket for something that happened hundreds of years ago to their ancestors that they probably didn't even know. Then they targeted the Indians for a while there, but that didn't do much for them, and that only lasted for a little while. Remember, they tried to screw a kid named Sandman, Trying to say that a bunch of white privileged children were picking on a poor Indian guy who was beating a drum in an audience. And it turned out that it was actually the other side that was instigating. Well, when it all finally came down, we started getting to the point where we had people wearing costumes. We had Antifa, and now we had women and guys who think they're women walking down the street wearing pussy hats. Does everybody recall that? And why did this happen? Now the liberals have someone that they can ride on. They can use a group of people who've been complaining and crying for thousands of years and say, oh, you see how the white people are, you see how the privilege is, you see how they treat people, you see how Trump doesn't care about, you know, the, these folks out here who have these real serious problems. And then suddenly doctors and medical people started these wishy-washy people who didn't even have degrees were coming out writing books, and they were basically doing everything they could to show that Donald Trump didn't care about Americans, that he truly didn't care, that it was all about profit. The sad thing about it, ladies and gentlemen, is that the liberal media and then the liberal government They're going to say and do whatever they can in order to take out a politician. And if it means pretending as though they care about other people's problems all of a sudden, which they never have before, in order to be able to push an ideology, if it means that pushing the ideology will get rid of people that they hate, well then why not? They've been doing it for years. I'm giving you guys a life lesson and a history of where this all came from and why it's so poignant and important nowadays to people. I'm explaining to you that it never really was about serving the rights of the people. This was never about equality or fulfilling the desires and ambitions of transgenders or homosexuals. This was never about making a gay person's life better. This was never about going into impoverished neighborhoods with blacks who are having trouble or whites and putting them into a better education or a better league or class of system. It's never been about that. It's about, oh, we love you and you care, we care about you and if you vote for us, we'll give you everything you want. And time and time again, every time the liberals get their power and they manipulate and take advantage of the people by making them think that they actually care about the problems, that's it. So it doesn't stop there. Obviously the media paid like they are, doing what the liberals wanted. This wasn't doing it. People started turning off their TV shows and their news because... Trump was up there saying, ah, this is fake news. This is all nonsense. So people stopped watching CNN. The ratings started going into the toilet for a lot of these newscasters and these liberal uh, activists who were working as, masquerading as a reporter or a journalist. So money started getting put into movies and television shows. The woke movement, an interracial relationships and homosexuality was slammed into movies and television shows and commercials. And the liberals were saying, see, we're doing everything we can. We're putting all this money. We're taking taxpayer money that the world has given us and we're pushing the agendas that you want. In order for them to make you feel as though they care, they've got to put your money and take everything that you want into it. Now, the problem is some people out there who are shallow or dense are going to think to themselves, well, it does look like the liberals are trying. It looks like they're doing something. Yeah, but as soon as they get power, do they continue? Do they continue to do that? Or does it all go away? One simply does a YouTube search or does a Google search, and you can see that the woke movement is pretty much dead. And the black movement's been dissected a year after Trump got put out of office. Nobody cares about black problems anymore, do they? We're not hearing about all the, you know, mean white people anymore. The white privilege thing's been debunked a thousand times at this point. However, even though all of it's fading away, just as it was inevitably expected... We're left with a country where everybody's twisted up and now people can't tell. Is this person a male? Is this person a female? And all this. There's only one thing that Matt Powell said that he's not noticing or observing whenever he does his video, because all of it's right and all of it's good. There's only one thing that's observing. There isn't just a man and a woman, Matt. There's man, woman, and then there's crazy either man or crazy woman. There's people out there who have mental issues. And the reason why Christians cannot rationalize with them, and the reason why Christians come off seeming like the enemy for it, because a person who is not coherent, a person who hates themselves, most likely will hate everyone else. It's just like if you don't have any love in your heart, then how could you be expected to love anyone else? If you hate your own physical appearance then you're going to most likely not think anything around you is beautiful because you don't have the ability or the capacity or the right or wrong know-how to be able to say what is good and what is bad and whatever. For the life of me personally, if you were to ask, why any guy would be a woman, I don't understand. I do think that women are the most beautiful creatures on uh, on the planet, but I also know that women go through absolute hell. I would hate to try to give birth. I would hate to do the things that women are capable of doing that I cannot do in my own nature. And I also know that we haven't come far enough in our medical field to be able to do people right, who have these ambitions and desires to do, we still haven't become experts at making people's face look right whenever we cut them up in a medical office or clinics. Look at some of these people out here who use Botox. They end up looking like goblins and trolls. Uh, They don't even look like who they used to. There's so many actors and actresses nowadays that used to be beautiful they were like gods themselves, they look so damn good. And then they decided, oh, I don't want to age, I don't want a gray hair, I don't want my I don't want a wrinkle on my face, so I gotta get Botox and shot up and have all this surgery done and have snips and cuts here and there. And now these people look like giant blowfish. They look horrible, like like giant catfish walking around. It's creepy. I feel like it's Halloween every single time of the day. And that's the world we live in, ladies and gentlemen. And people are going to ask me, they're going to say, Brett, well, how do you know when politicians are lying? How how do you know when they don't care and they do care? Well, that's easy, folks. If you want to know if a politician's a liar, just see if they're opening their mouth, just like a lawyer. That's what we've known for thousands of years. For them, it's all about power and money. It's about making their little area and proximity better and more comfortable for themselves, not you. None of these politicians live in, you know, Compton. None of them are living smack dab in the middle of South St. Louis. None of them are living near the parks in New York where all the drugs are being sold and doing all that. They have their own little habitat, their own selfish needs and ambitions. And they don't relate or identify with us in any way. They've all had the, everything paid for them all their life. They don't care. <clears throat> and that's that, ladies and gentlemen. That's the agenda. That's the point. And that is the reason why woke and gender politics even exist. It's basically a distraction from who the true enemy is in the world. And I don't doubt that I'm going to probably get told that I'm hateful and a piece of trash and all that. I don't doubt that my freedom of speech will be removed from me because I know that politicians have never cared about what I want or what I need, nor what you want or what you need. They can't even care enough about allowing me to express myself without taking it all away if they have the power to do so. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Have a wonderful day.